The USFL Gambling Podcast Week 4 Preview Picks and DFS episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network brought to you by Shady Rays. Yes, SGPN is teaming up with Shady Rays for Shady May. Get 50% of... Uh, Sorry, get 50% off of your Shady Rays using the promo code SGPN and then go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Shady for your chance to win $500. We're also brought to you by our Kentucky Derby Contest. Winner gets a $100 SGPN gift card exclusively on the SGPN app, which you can download for free in the App Store and Google Play Store. So do that today. And remember, folks, as always, to let it ride. Football is a unique American experience. A game described by one turn-of-the-century critic as crude and barbaric with little chance of survival. But survive, it did. I don't give a damn who you are. It's America, Jack. You know how to play winning Cardinals football? Well, well, I don't get it. Being played in the United States Football League. Touchdown! USFL Gambling Podcast Week 4 Preview and Picks and DFS. We got it all here for you on the USFL Gambling Podcast. Make sure you watch it on YouTube at uh, USFL Gambling Podcast. You can find us there. You can watch this show. You can also download it wherever podcasts are found. Uh, Maybe you're wondering just who the hell you're listening to. Well, I'm here to tell you that, uh, well, my name is Colby Swinging Database Dent, a.k.a. Pick. Dundee, that's not a pick, this is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. Probably drinking too much and celebrating too much and not sleeping. Would have killed a normal man, but nah, nah, that's gone. The medical advice I got from that was, was like being hit by lightning. Pretend it never happened and get on with your life. Nobody knows nothing. Somebody knows. Double the price, but no one touches Dundee. <laughs> Double the price, no one touches Dundee, who gave you a heavy, heavy dog last week. The Generals, well, you know, on the money line, missed my lock for the first time, but that's okay when your dog hits. Also gave away a winning lineup for a nice uh, $5, but uh, 5-5, let's go. I am joined by my co-host, give it up for former, former JMU Duke defensive back, the burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing, Patty C in the place to be. hi Let's go. Yep. Boom, and week four. USFL is upon us just like that, buddy. And, you know, it's kind of tricky because you look at, you know, 
the season, and they've been competing with the XFL. They've actually out-competed the XFL a week ago, but they did play two more games, so it depends on how you look at that. But uh, here we are, the XFL, for some strange reason, doing the Super Bowl break before their championship game. Um, so the, they got the week off, and the USFL is going to load up the schedule with four Big-time matchups as their, as their season continues on the road to the Freedom Cup. And, <laughs> they got to uh, have media week. They got to have media week for the uh, XFL championship, apparently. Yeah, me, media week is what? Uh, a Skype with their families? Um, <laughs> anyway, I mean, I don't know why that is, but uh, here we are, you know, year two of the USFL reboot back from the 80s, so technically year five. The chat is already in here rocking. Shout out to XFL Jim. Shout out to Judge Dread. Evening, boys. Uh, please, week four, treat us right. Too many upsets last week for his wallet, he says. Um, I, love the, I love this lineup. I'll be honest. I love this lineup. And uh, what, I, what, it, Patty C., what game jumps out to you? I know we got to touch base on all these lines, but is there one that just stands out to you that you're just like, Gonna, I gotta rearrange my day. Make sure I watch this game. Um, is it the Gamblers, Stars, the Showboats, Panthers? Those two occurring on Saturdays or it's Sunday's action between the Breakers, Generals. Uh, clearly, I think that one probably yeah. would win a fan vote. Yeah, just, I mean, yeah. absolutely. I'm a little curious about uh, Pittsburgh versus Birmingham, both uh, coming off of you know going in the in opposite directions. Birmingham, having had been, you know, two and zero, and in our minds, the top team in the league, then taking a tough loss. Meanwhile, Pitt turning it around and looking like maybe a different team. Uh, could there be a, a, a humongous upset there? But obviously, I agree with you. The undefeated New Orleans Breakers versus the uh, very solid runners-up from last year, New Jersey Generals. Yeah, and I'll I'll even add that Philadelphia game. I think it's a big week for us to learn about oh, the Philadelphia Stars. Jersey should have been the Philadelphia uh, the runner up. It was Philadelphia. You're right, was the runner up. Uh, but yeah, Philadelphia, Houston. You're yeah. uh, you're interested well, in. I just think Philadelphia needs to win this game if they're going to be because the, the the North is better than it was a season ago. I think Michigan and Jersey uh, clearly have established themselves as good teams. And Pittsburgh, you know, they look a lot better. Even though their offense still sucks, they are a better football team than they were a year ago. So, and Pittsburgh I mean, they have just the tiebreaker right yeah, now. On yeah, exactly. So, it just, uh, you know, lends for it, what should be a great week of United States football. And, you know, what's great about the United States football is I'm recording this from uh, Columbia. <laughs> Columbia. Who knew the USFL reached all the way down to Columbia? So, uh, gotta love that. And uh, I'll make sure I wear my New Orleans Breakers shirt tomorrow when I go to the uh, when I go to the local bo bodega. But uh, let's let's get into it. But before we get into it, I want to tell you folks out there that the USFL Gambling Podcast is brought to you by Shady Rays and Shady May. Yes, Shady Rays is teaming up with SGPN for Shady May. Not only do you get an amazing fifty percent off. Uh, but you also get a chance to win $500 of cold, hard cash. Yes. Shady Rays has you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized shades, customizable snow goggles, and much, much more. And look, Shady Rays, they got the durable frames, which is always big. They got the extremely clear optics for all those outdoor adventures that people are going on these days, right? 
And that's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. Yeah, if you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they'll send you a new pair, no questions asked. So you can wear your Shady Rays with confidence if you're at Tom Benson Stadium and your liquor, you know, you've had a bunch of liquor pitchers and you're just talking a big game and all of a sudden someone punches you right in your noggin and breaks your glasses, boom. Shady Rays, you ain't going to ask questions. Here's another pair. That's what I'm talking about. They got your back long after your purchase. So right now, go to ShadyRays.com. Use that promo code SGPN for 50% off two-plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Then take your receipt over to SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Shady for your chance to win $500 in the Shady May contest. Do all that, and remember, as always, folks, to let it ride. All right. Summertime. Yes. You got to get your eyewear up. Yeah. What do you, I mean, come on. I'm down here in Columbia, man. The sun's no joke here. I'm like on the equator. Got to have some shady rays. All right. I need, I need shady rays for my knees. All right. Um, <laughs> here we are, buddy. Saturday, game one. The Gambler Stars, we just alluded to this. The Philadelphia Stars are laying only two points. If you would have told me that coming into the year, I would say you're absolutely fucking crazy. Uh, the Gamblers are plus 120 on the money line. The over-under sitting at 46. Patty C, I'm going to die hard with Bart Andrus. This guy coached the fucking Ottawa GGs, all right? I believe he's going to find a way to make it right. I think he might de- like go deep into some players that um, had an impact for them a year ago. I think because he kind of started playing some different players. I think he might. And you might DFS line it might. Uh, reflect that uh, hint, hint. I'm laying the two. I'm laying the two with the stars. I am also going to take the over on the 46. What are you doing here, buddy? Well, I mean, history does support your argument, but not really just to be a contrarian. But again, I'm going to I'm going to pay attention to these trends here. Uh, look, and they do have two common opponents, uh, both. Uh, lost by uh, Philadelphia, lost by 14 to Michigan. Uh, uh, Houston lost by 16 to Michigan. So comparable performances there. Uh, Memphis uh, or Houston barely outscored Memphis in a game they could have lost. They won by four. Uh, whereas Philly lost by four to Memphis. These are actually two pretty evenly matched teams. Um, but like I said, uh, Kenji Bahar getting it together, getting the interceptions down to one, I believe, last week. Uh, we'll see if that Philly game or, or, or Pittsburgh was just fucking with Philly or if they've, if they're really that bad, but I'm going to ride Houston this week. What would you do? Money on line. Oh, what would you do? Plus one twenty. What would you do on that total at 46? You going over or under buddy? Mm, I feel like both of these teams have a uh, potential to score. I mean, what, uh, although Philly's high score this season was 27 against Memphis. And then they scored 10 and 13 respectively. Uh, whereas Houston has uh, 13, 31, 30, uh, 30. Mm, and the, the total is what, what again? 46. 46. I just feel like there's going to be enough offense to hit the over in this one. I agree. I agree. Give me the over on that one. Very excited to see that matchup, though. It's a, that's a make-or-break game. Because if the Gamblers win that, then all of a sudden they really got some life. Uh, and then, uh, you know, if the Stars win it, 
I would expect they're going to get back into the mix and p- perhaps make another playoff run. There you go. Same day. It's the same exact day, buddy. Uh, and <laughs> this one, uh, eh, I'd say this is the one I'm probably least excited to watch. And by the way, both these games going on at Ford Field, that filthy, filthy roller rink. Um, <laughs> it's a great place to, to watch like a, a fucking... A, a double header of a uh, you know uh, Tarantino or something, yeah, or, <laughs> or that you know what I mean. It's definitely not not a place to go play football. But the showboats are heading to Detroit. Detroit did have some fans show up, but they took that L. I don't know if Bobby Abreu will be in the house for this one, but the Panthers are laying six. The showboats are plus 215 on the money line. The over-unders at 44-and-a-half. I can tell you this. I'm out on Todd Haley, as you well know. <laughs> I'm so out that I'm going to lock up the Michigan Panthers minus six. They were in that game last, last week. That, that scored, it was, you know, I know that Jersey got out to a red-hot start, but Michigan did a great job, I thought, battling back in that game. Uh, left some points out there, some bad, a bad read or two by Josh Love. I am loving laying the six, especially knowing they have the home edge. So sign me up for that. And I will also be playing the over on the 44 and a half. What are you doing here in Detroit, buddy? Uh, Memphis's offense, outside of that uh, Birmingham debacle, where I guess their defense got the only points of the game. Um, has been okay, 26 and 23 points against uh, Houston and Philadelphia, respectively. Um, still not in a super explosive offense. Meanwhile, um, Michigan, not super explosive either, 29, 24, 13. I exp- it's going to be close to that 44 mark. Um, you, you know why I, I really- like it? You know why I like mm-hmm. it is I think Memphis, we don't know who they like at quarterback. Cole Kelly, you know, Brady White both have had struggles. Um I actually wonder about the the buy-in on Todd Haley with the players. And then you add in, I think Michigan is a physical football team. I think they're going to run right down the throats of Memphis with both those backs, Stevie Scott uh, and, and Corbin. I think they're going to have success on the ground, which will open up the passing attack. And also, if you look at back, the generals had, you know, Victor and DeAndre Johnson, they actually do strike fear on a, on a, on a defense every single time they, they get on the on field. Memphis, I don't know that anyone does. Memphis hasn't been able to run the ball. I, I just think you got to hammer the minus six. Uh, Memphis's high rushing performance uh, so far, Collins with uh, 63 yards in week one. Since then, 37 for Collins. And then last week, Cole Kelly led them with 16. So, yeah, they, they can't run the ball. Um, meanwhile, Josh Love really can't throw the ball. He's only His high game is 250. I'm, I'm smashing the under on this, even though it's only 44. I think both of these teams suck, and they both play decent defense. Shout out! I to mean, last week What's being that? the exception against last week being the exception against New Jersey for Michigan. Other than that, they they've had pretty good success on the defensive side of the ball. Shout out to the Wolf of Oaklawn, which you need to be oh, subscribed snap. to the Notorious OTB podcast with the Kentucky Derby right around the corner, folks. And uh, you know he lives not that far away from Showboat Country. He lives in Arkansas, right across the Mississippi, and he says, I'd take the Panthers all the way up to minus nine and a half. I completely agree. Um, and, and 
let's be honest. This is a great time for me to crowbar this. Folks, get in. Check out. It. We're brought to you by the Kentucky Derby. Yes. And we're brought to you by the Notorious OTB podcast featuring the Kentucky Derby. It is Derby Week, folks. And look, I can tell you, Sports Gambling Podcast, SGPN, and the Notorious OTB, what a triple crown of bets they're going to be uh, setting you up for. Uh, so we have a little deal going on here. Leave a review for the show, Notorious OTB. Wherever you get your podcast, Spotify, uh, you know, iTunes, shit. I don't care if you got this thing dubbed on cassette, all right? Uh, but between now and Belmont Stakes, which is, you know, Saturday, June 10th, and you'll be entered in a drawing to win a canvas print of one of Wolf's one-of-a-kind fallen Bob paintings. Yes. Oh. I'm telling you, you think Michelangelo's good at his work? This fallen Bob painting is, is fucking king. All right, what was it? I think I read a couple of... Uh, Months back, somebody uh, somebody went into that uh, art museum in Paris and threw a, a chocolate cake at the Mona Lisa, the Louvre or whatever it is. Yeah, the the the, the Mona Lisa at protesting climate change. All right. Well, look, <laughs> that didn't work out for him because uh, they had a big ass glass case, so the cake just went on the glass case, and no one knows who the fuck that guy is. But I can tell you this. Fallen Bob painting, much cooler than the Mona Lisa. Much cooler. So it's post time, folks. Get over there and get this. We also have a bonus contest exclusively on the SGPN app where the winner gets a $100 SGPN gift card. It's Kentucky Derby time, folks. Hop on over there. Check it out. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Yes, Best Ball Mania uh, is here, and Underdog Fantasy is giving away $15 million in prizes. Woo! Plus, plenty of ways to win with their NBA, NHL, and MLB prop parlays. I'm sorry, player prop parlays. Yes, head over to underdogfantasy.com. Use that promo code SGPN for 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com. Promo code SGPN. Patty C., let me ask you, if you were going to throw a chocolate cake at anything, what would it be? Well, I threw a pizza at the wall when we uh, were playing Tecmo Super Bowl, and you're whipping my ass. So, uh, uh, it was one of the best days of my life, with the exception of the fact that I still wanted some some slices of pizza. I was actually I was actually pretty pissed off if you remember this. So I, was like, I do. Dude, what the fuck? Dude, I wanted some dude. of that pizza. The thirty-seven dollar pizza you yeah. just threw at the wall. You picked up a whole pizza. <laughs> oh, folks, uh, look, we need to start. That's doing what I would do with the chocolate cake too. We need to do a Tecmo Super Bowl podcast. That's what we got to do. That's that what we got to do. Um, all right, look, let's hop on over and, and shout out to Chase Sessoms and uh, the Wolf of Oakland and Notorious OTB podcast. Check that out, folks. Uh, let's hop on over to the next game, though, because we got the game of the week going on Sunday. The Memphis Showboats heading. I'm sorry. I, I fucked this up. Clicked on the wrong thing. We got the New Orleans break a break of one twos. Heading to Canton, Ohio, which uh, it says at New Jersey Generals. Not sure that counts as a real. Like, Detroit plays in front of their crowd. That counts. Birmingham <laughs> plays in front of their crowd. That counts. Um, Memphis plays in front of their crowd. That counts. These Canton teams, I don't know that it's necessarily going to be a Jersey crowd, but I can tell you this. I was a bit surprised at this line. I get it. The Breakers are undefeated. But Patty C, 
kind of thought Jersey would be favored. Did you? What's the line again? Uh, breakers are laying two. I don't find it that surprising. I mean, uh, New Orleans has been balling out. They just stopped uh, Birmingham on the road by 14. What, if I, told- Thompson. what, if, I, what if I told you it's, uh, it's supposed to be raining all day? Oh, well, then you hand the ball to West Hills 55 times, and uh, you got the answer for that. This is a new day for the breakers. Don't let those uh, aqua fresh uniforms fool you. They are tough as can be. They're like the old school Houston Oilers, you know? It, it looks uh, fancy. It looks it. flashy. But, you know, at, at the tailback, they have a, a true grinder. That's that's one of the reasons, another reason, one of the many reasons that the NFL is losing their way and they kind of suck is because there's no campy uniforms left in the NFL. There's mm. no, like, like you had the creamsicle bucks. The no Oilers. intentionally campy uniforms. Yeah. Or that's I guess. What I'm like the, 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 the bucks. And the Oilers, to me, were ones that always stood out as, like, over-the-top, awesome, you know, retro, funk, like, funky. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, funky uniforms. Who's got funky uniforms in the in You know, the, you know what it's like? You know what a, a good comparison is? It's like the WWE used to have, WWF used to have these outrageous characters that, like, were about a specific genre or whatever it was that the wrestler's, like, gimmick was. And they'd play the gimmick all the way. And then they got away from it, and everyone just kind of is like a bro, a little bit broy, you know. There's a couple of dudes that are doing stuff, but it's like that's kind of what happened in the NFL. Is you got to go back and dive into your gimmick, you know? Yeah, I mean, fully, who, fully invest. The only other team I can think of that would qualify on the on the old creamsicle box and Oilers level would be the Chargers. Yeah, Chargers. Every, are everyone else, I'm like, no, just doesn't fit. Even the old school Broncos had a little campy feel to it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, there's only so many teams that do campy in the first place. You know, you got your Raiders and Steelers, which are so great uniforms. Yeah. But they're not meant to be campy. But, you know, you're right. A lot of the teams that had that vibe that were, you know, bringing that fun element as what, you know, made their team kind of cool, they've lost that. Because I would well, even argue that the the Aqua Dolphins of the '80s was campy, where now they just suck. Yeah, oh yeah, now they're awful. Yeah, they're now awful. they're like clearly one of the worst uniforms in the league. Um, anyway, um, let's continue on talking with this because I'm curious what you're doing here. I think the rain favors the Generals. I think the Generals are actually playing the best ball in the league right now. I know that's tough to say, the way the Breakers just dealt the Stallions a, a tough blow, but I also think it's a letdown spot. How often do you see, in any form of football, a huge win followed up by a, a, a just kind of subpar performance? I think it's pretty, pretty much human nature, right? So I love the Generals here. Minus two at Tom Benson Stadium. DeAndre Johnson... Darius Victor, Trey Williams running that three-headed rushing attack. That'll be enough to get it done at Tom Benson Stadium there as Mike Riley looks to open up the year 0-1 and then go win nine straight back-to-back years. What are you doing here, buddy? I don't hate your play. I think, obviously, uh, Darius Victor is the definition of a mutter. Um, You know, they do have a head-to-head. Actually, they have two head-to-head games. Uh, New Orleans, obviously, 2-0 in those, but... They had a close performance, only beat Pitt by seven, whereas uh, New Jersey beat them by 17. And then, um, you know, their the performance against the Stallions 
light years away from each other, but the Stallions weren't the same team in week one when they played New Jersey that they were in week three when they played New Orleans. So it's tough to really get a lot out of that game. Um, you might be right. You're probably right. I don't know. McLeod, Bethel, Thompson, and Legend. West Hills. Have, huh? I'm I'm all on board with McLeod, Bethel, Thompson, but I do believe he is a, it's a California golden boy. You give him some rain. I don't know. I don't know if I can trust an old California quarterback there in the rain. But then again, he did play in the Canadian football league for a long time. So maybe I'm full of shit. Is new Orleans minus two. Yes. I'll roll with you. I think I got to go generals here. There, what about that total though? That total sitting there at a juicy at a juicy 44. I got to say, even with the rain, give me the over. There's too much offensive. Uh, give offensive me the over. Yeah. I still think this is looking at, you know, to me like a, uh, 31 17 type of game, 31 20 type of game. So, yeah. uh, DeAndre, what's the deal with uh, Johnson and Prukop? Dakota Prokop, they, they looked, uh, Prukop, they, he didn't, he rode the bench because DeAndre Johnson looked incredible last week. <laughs> really, yeah. really, the ever since week one, he's looked really good. It's like he had a, just a rusty game, hadn't played in a year, probably doing too many yeah, I don't know. 100 yards in week two, 100 yard passing. I wouldn't call that a really great game. Well, I don't know if did that you was see what he time. did on the ground is like my point is like he was kind of after it on the ground. Um, last week, he had like an 80 yard run. Oh, yeah. Last week, his stat line was incredible. 180 passing yards, uh, 100 rushing yards. I mean, by, I guess, USFL standards, that's pretty darn impressive. Um, still, this is your I mean, I guess with this stat line, would you have to consider DeAndre Johnson your very typical dual threat quarterback versus uh, McLeod Bethel Thompson, your traditional, you know, drop back quarterback pocket? Yeah, but I, but I think one of the things that suffered with DeAndre Johnson last year was yeah, I know he got some injuries early on, but they love to play that two QB system. I think it throws yeah. off the rhythm. So sometimes when you are going, and if you go back to that Stallions game. You know, they were throwing pro cop back there. They were throwing Jan Johnson back there. And that shit hurts. I, I, I'm i not pro two, two QB system. You're seeing yeah. McLeod Bethel Thompson, one QB system there in, in, New, in New Orleans, and he's kicking ass and looking like the next version of Broadway Joe. Um, I'm going over, though. You, you're going over? I'm going, I'm going over as well, and I'm going, uh, I'm going Jersey. I think you're right. The letdown spot here is, is favoring Jersey, and especially – in the rain at home all day on the generals. All right. Well then we got the old nightcap going on. These are back. Hey, it's about time that uh, they did this back to back time. So you don't have to wait in between. I know in Birmingham and in Memphis, they were doing like long breaks between the two games, like six hours, eight hours. That's stupid. All right. Yeah. Get some people in there at two o'clock, have them stay all night, get liquored up Mm -hmm. and make America good again. All right. Um, <laughs> with the United States yeah, Football were, League. Last year, they, they literally would have six hours apart in the same stadium between games. This season, this season this, with, between Memphis, they had two different days. They had Saturday and Sunday. That's right? So I'm like, why would people, there's no Houston Gambler fans in Memphis. Uh, and there's yeah. very little Memphis fans in Memphis. So why would yeah, you it's package not like both? Your, <laughs> Yeah, they're probably not going to come both days, you know, yeah. and you're not filling out the stadium. So it's not like you're like missing the opportunity to sell that ticket again, you know, and just fill out the stadium, put them back to back. 
And then they did like a 9 a.m. kickoff on the West. So noon in Birmingham, right? Yeah. And then they had that be like the six o'clock game. So it's like, wait, you wanted fans to stay there? I get it. Alabama loves a cocktail, but I was like, <laughs> what are you doing to yourselves? Um, anyway, uh, we got the nightcap, back-to-back games. We got the two o'clock game, uh, or depending on where you live, wherever the fuck you live, you got the Breakers Generals going into the Stallions Maulers game. That's the way it should be done. Like, like yeah, March Madness. All right, just have the teams just waiting there, waiting there, ready to play. Stallions taking on the Maulers in Canton, Ohio. Patty C. The Stallions are laying eight. Is it a bounce back spot after they got their ass whooped by uh, the break of break of one twos? Uh, Maulers, though, man, Maulers defense looking legit. Plus 270 on the money line to win uh, over under at 43. This is the one I'm going to open up with this. I love the under. I love the under because I think this Maulers defense is actually really fucking legit. And I also believe the Stallions have too many injuries right now to sustain their success from a season ago. I get it. They're two and one. I just think that that shit adds up before they could go to Jamar Smith and he would do option read and stuff. Now it is a one trick show that defenses are, are more used to it. I just think it's a tough thing. You know, give me, give me the under in this one. I know Pittsburgh's offense is complete ass, but Birmingham, yeah. I think is going to be struggling a little bit on the offensive side of the ball in this game. So give me the under 43. I like that more than playing the points. But since we're talking about the points, I'm still going to lay the eight because I think Birmingham will win something like 21 to 10. So maybe 24 to 13, something like that. Give me Birmingham minus the eight, but I like the under as the play. Patty C, what are you doing here? Um, well, Birmingham being so banged up throws a little monkey wrench in how to like interpret this. Even still, uh, even though New Orleans was consistently getting theirs last week, um, Birmingham did have an answer. They still put up 31. I mean, they, they put up 27, 42, and 31 in three weeks. That They're an offense that goes. Mago, uh, 301, 238 yards on back-to-back weeks. Um, uh, so that, that offense, I'm not too worried about getting, getting some. And Pittsburgh, I am very worried. Their offensive output has been 15, 3, and 21. Um, I mean, Williams has 189 passing yards on the year. Uh, I will say Henny, if I'm not mistaken, is uh, leading the league in kick return and punt return yardage. Um, And they got Ruben Ruben Hurricane Foster. And that guy. Yeah, I mean, when you think about it, that Olive Sagapolo dude is leading the league in sacks. And then the uh, Tizino dude is leading the league in tackles. And then Foster's third in the league in tackles. They got dudes on that defense. That's why you um, play the under. That's the better play than actually betting this game. I know I know Wolf of Oakland say take the Maulers and the points. I can see it. I actually struggled. I thought about taking it, but then I thought it might be a trendy play. And then I was like, I just can't I can't double down on the, the Maulers offense. I think, you know, Skip Holtz and the Stallions will, will learn from some of their mistakes last week. Now, I do think the Maulers defense will keep them in check for a lot of the game. I just trust the coaching staff and the uh, you know the locker room of the Stallions to get it done. But I mean, yeah. there's a chance they just got cocky after beating uh, New Jersey twenty-seven to ten, and then Memphis forty-two 40. to two. 
Yeah, they might have just said, oh, we're good. And then New Orleans came in really motivated and they were kind of, you know, they just couldn't couldn't catch up, couldn't couldn't go toe to toe. But I, yeah. I do think a slap in the face will do that. And these are two teams that are drastically different in terms of, you know, the performance over over two years here. So you have the, 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 the spread is what? Eight? Eight, buddy. Oh, I'm sorry. That's easy. I'm still, I'm still locking Birmingham to uh, get that done, and I think the unders. All right, I think you're right on both. Under is a great play, I think, especially when you add in it's supposed to rain all day. Give me a final score on that game. Give me Birmingham twenty, Pittsburgh twelve. The number, uh, it's 40, 40 what? The number is 43. 43. I got 27, 10. Either way, I'm, I'm slamming that under. Lock that under. There we go, folks. All yeah. right, let's hop into the next segment here because we have a DFS side of this before we get the hell out of here. And I won you cash last week. I know it wasn't a lot, but hey, you threw down, uh, well, for me, you know, I threw down a, I played a $3 fucking thing in one, uh, I think it was five or 10. So I'm feeling good about my life. Um, but um, I really like my card right right now this week. Patty C, you got your DFS line? Tell me about it. Yeah, let me get that pulled up. I got it. All right. At, at quarterback, well, I alluded to this. Heavy rain. Mm-hmm. I am a little worried about some fumbles. But. I also think in these, and we've lobbied this for a long time in all these spring leagues. Shit. I've lobbied this since goddamn Steve Young was on the LA Express. All right. Run the option. And the closest thing we have to the option in spring football is the New Jersey Generals offense, where they got that. I know Trey Williams has been dinged up, but he's a full go, full go. You got Darius Victor, and you got DeAndre Johnson, and you got a little rain to muck it up a little bit. Give me DeAndre Johnson as a, as my play, because you run enough, the pass gets wide open. I don't care if it's in a goddamn monsoon. All right, eighty two hundred. Give me DeAndre Johnson. What are you doing at quarterback? Well, I I went the same route with you. I went Johnson. Um, I think the mud is a good point. I think with a guy like him, he's going to look like Gale Sayers in the mud. Um, then again, uh, well, New Orleans doesn't have an amazing defense, so that helps. And uh, and New Orleans offense is probably going to be, uh, you know, getting theirs. So what do we got over there? I was playing uh, the music of the when we picked the same player. I play that uh, that classic Naked Gun music. Oh, but, nice, nice. But. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think I think he'll get off. I do worry about his passing yards. You know, Dude, I do worry. About all he needs is like that's what's so great about this offense. It's like last week when they were jamming, and Mike Riley's like, "Nah, just uh, go deep on that. Fake it. Go deep. All he needs is like six completions for like averaging like thirty yards a completion, yeah. and uh, and you're good. And then he's gonna run for a buck twelve and two touchdowns. So and it's good value. Eighty two hundred. You know, the other quarterbacks are going for eleven hundred. Let's go. You know, they might get a little more uh, output out of them, but I think now, especially that he's getting the full-time snaps, assuming that continues, then he, he should put up big numbers again, hopefully. Let's go. All right. Well, uh, running back. <laughs> this, uh, this one seems really obvious. I left four grand on the 3,900 on the table, by the way, folks. I said, you know what? You have your stinking money. All right. 
I'm winning money. All right. I got uh, Darius Victor because uh, he's the greatest running back to ever play the sport of football. I'm convinced. He runs hard. He runs heavy. And God damn it, I love watching the guy play ball. $10,100, it ain't enough. I would have I paid up. I would have paid higher than this. Especially when you're telling me he might take 45 carries this game. Let's go. What are you doing here, Patty C? You know, maybe I should have gone that route, but I just went with the value. And I guess the value uh, for Mark Thompson hasn't, um, you know, paid off just yet. So the value is probably a little bit based on last year. Oh, snap. I guess you I, went with he's, he's my running back number two, buddy. Mark Thompson. He's back. Well, 26 uh, fantasy points per game for uh, 5,700. The value is unbelievable. Houston Gamblers starting running back. Remember, he was out the first two weeks. I feel like America forgot about how good Mark Thompson is slash was. I call, you know, much like we call Ray Rice or Darius Victor the Ray Rice of the USFL. Mark Thompson, to me, is the Adrian Peterson of the USFL. Oh, so oh. 21 uh, attempts. He, it's not like they're afraid to feed him the rock. Only 81 yards on 21 attempts, but still some pretty epic runs. You can see the talent is still there. And Philly's run <laughs> defense has been their weak spot. Let's see if they can attack that. I, I got you. So now I got, so give me your second running back. If you have a second running back, I'm, I do have a second running back. It is Wes Hills. Um, you know, his, his attempts over the last two weeks, 18 and 34 attempts last week, 191 yards, three rushing touchdowns in both of the uh, two games that he's played in. The guy is having a monster start to his season and at only 9,527 points, uh, fantasy points per game. If he can keep it up, that's value. Look, the guy's been a stud the past two weeks, and I've been reluctant to play him. And maybe I get burned this week by not playing him because it makes a lot of sense to play him the way that that kid's been playing. So, uh, makes a lot of sense, buddy. Uh, a wide receiver for me. I'm sorry, you broke up a little bit there for me. Say that again. I was going to say, your play of Darius Victor and my play of Wes Hills so far has been win-win, so I think... Uh, you're good either way. Yeah. Yeah. I think both are complete studs. So, all right. I wide out my top wide out. Uh, St. Surratt has like 8 million targets. He's a tight end. I know he's not a true wide. Well, he was a wide out at wake Forest, So, you, you know, but this play that guy, music, this guy, I mean, dude, you gotta, you gotta roster this guy. I will play. We have the same goddamn lineup. He's got 26 targets on the season. That's second best in the whole league. Only Corey Coleman has more. But he also has caught more than Coleman. He has 20 catches on the season. And we know McLeod Bethel-Thompson likes to drop back and throw that rock. So I'm all over Surratt and uh, been a fan since college, man. And it seems like you are too. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's such a featured part of that offense. Um, I don't know. We'll see if uh, Jersey has the answers for him, but no one has yet. So, gotta gotta go with the league's leading receiver. My second wideout for sixty nine hundred, and this is a risky play, but like I said, you run the ball successfully so much the defense falls asleep. We saw Alonzo Moore of what a seventy one yard touchdown last week. Cam Eccles Looper at sixty nine hundred. We've also seen this guy take reverses, jet sweeps. We've also seen him throw the ball over the past year or two. 6,900, give me Cam Eccles Lupa, to quote the great Arnold Schwarzenegger. What are you doing here, buddy? 
He is quick. I, I like the play. Uh, I went two tight ends again for the second week in a row. Stern I'm going Stern Even though he had a, a, a tough week last week, only three receptions for uh, 29 yards. Uh, he's still getting targeted pretty frequently. I guess 14 targets over the, or no, uh, sorry, uh, 15 targets over the course of the season. Five a game. He's gonna get his, but he's not gonna. He's he's a he's a consistency play, not a uh, explosive play. Big fan of Jay Sternberger. Had him on my roster plenty of times. So and liked him at co- in college at A and M. Uh, good play there, but my team's better. Um, uh, <laughs> next up. My uh, so I've gone through my top two wideouts. You've gone through your top two wideouts. Utility, once again, guys. I left thirty nine hundred on the board. I'm gonna take a shot at Chris Rowland at thirty eight hundred. You go back a year ago, and Chris Rowland had a lot of success with the Philadelphia Stars. They've gone away from him, and they haven't been winning. I think Bart Andrus has holds a little meeting, gets town hall together, and says, guys. We're going back to what got us to being a successful USFL team and competing for a Freedom Cup. I think Chris Rowland's going to have himself a day. And watch out, he's going to get some carries too. You know, they like to run the, the wide receivers, get a few carries. Give me Chris Rowland at 3,800 as a bargain play, bargain shopping over here. I, Patty C, he was only 3,800. I have 3,900 sitting there. I, so think about well, it. Well, let me tell you why you messed up. Because you left money on the board, and there's a better play here that's also a bargain shopping. Who's that? And that that is Justin Hall of the Houston Gamblers. The guy has had over the last two weeks uh, 14 receptions for 200 yards. He's been t- targeted 19 times. They're feeding him the rock, and uh, look, he's getting 21.7 fantasy points per game at only 5,300. Makes Great a lot value. Of sense. Makes a lot of sense. But I'm Think rolling the it. dice. All right. With rolling. I'm rolling, rolling down the river. And I like you sticking to your guns. All right. When it comes to defense, before we get the hell out of here, I, uh, so look, I could, I had enough money to roster the stallions at uh, 4,400. And I thought about switching to the stars. I ended up going back to the stallions at 4,400 because Pittsburgh's offense (laughs) is that bad. I thought long and hard about the stars. I think you got to play one or the other, but give me, no, you play Birmingham. 40, yeah, 44. I will play that music because Pittsburgh's offense, complete ass. It's like Bubby Brister's back there throwing passes. All right. They might not score. They might not score a single point. They were lucky to get two On a couple offense, weeks ago. Yeah. They're gonna they're gonna have a yeah. they're gonna have a yeah, yeah. Ruben, pick six or something. Ruben Hurricane strip Foster, sack. yeah, strip sack. Folks, that's our show. That's our lineup. I'm gonna kick your ass. Come play DFS with us. Give NC Nick a follow on Twitter at NC underscore underscore N-I-C-K because he plays, and you better believe he'll be back next week. Two-week hiatus. He's got the kids. Mom. You know, we're going to give him a hard time, me and Patty C, next week when we do the show with him. So, uh, but also give Patty C a follow. Where are you at, NC Nick? Bring it. Actually, he's been whipping my butt in uh. And DFS. DFS each each week, so I and can't really They call him the but... DFS guy. That's what they say. So it's true. We invite you to come play DFS with us, but uh, also give Patty C a follow on Twitter at Patty C831. Give myself a follow on Twitter at the Colby D. The USFL Gambling Podcast is on Twitter at USFL Gambling. Check it out, folks. I think you will dig it. Um, and can't wait for this week of action. We got a recap show happening. I think it's going to be Sunday night. 
Sunday or Monday, whatever our schedule can fit. Uh, I am. This South- guy's down there gallivanting in Colombia. You know, I am in South Bro. America. Yeah, things things can go. Uh, plans can change. You know, hopefully for the better. Hopefully he's like uh, doing the uh, Akuna Matata. I don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about here. <laughs> doing something very exotic down there. <laughs> Colombia needs it. Needs a football team. Let me tell you, I was in Bogota for the past couple of days. I'm now in, I'm not in Bogota right now, but I was in Bogota. They're, they're a sports town, man. They're a sports town. Let's get nope. down. Get Columbia football team. Let's go. What Folks. would the Bogota uh, mascot be? The nosebleeders. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Folks, subscribe to the USFL Gambling Podcast, and don't worry, we will be back Sunday or Monday uh, if, you, if you give us a follow on Twitter at USFL Gambling, you will have a much better idea of when that is. But Or if you're subscribed on YouTube, you'll get that notification, folks. So what the hell are you doing? Get on over there. Uh, I hear there's rumors on the uh, internets. All right. Until next week, folks. This is the USFL Gambling Podcast. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here. On the street, then tip your hat his way. You'll know just where he's headed and which game he's gonna play. He's a sharp shooting gunman and always aiming high. He'll win many gunfights, his limit is the sky. We're the gunslingers from San Antonio. We're the gunslingers on the road or at home. Remember the Alamo, for such as we are known. We're the Set in tone. When we're away, we're doing our job. We're keeping.